0: A select few survivors are tasked with colonizing and repopulating a new Earth. Strong female characters drive the action in this dystopian, post-apocalyptic thriller. Georgia, one of several beautiful genetic exotics, dares to break free from the tightly controlled social structures that forces women like her into a life of sexual slavery and forbids all women to bear and raise their own babies. Enter the Hatchery. Chapter 18, Revelation Georgia reported to the RC for her next monthly pairing. She was visibly disappointed when Tiffany informed her that Samuel would be waiting for her in the courtship lounge. What happened to Phil? She tried not to sound panicked. Oh, he's still around, but we're giving him a little break, Tiffany answered with a reassuring smile. I think you are right. His body probably needed some rest after we. Re- after being transferred. Tiffany caught herself and looked at Georgia for a reaction. Seeing none, she went on. I hear the trip from Sector A is a rough one. Plus the weather here, you know. All the haze from the sulfur season. It's hard on newcomers. Oh, yeah, probably. Georgia made her way toward the courtship lounge, but before opening the door paused to ask one more question. But you guys are going to pair us up again, right? After Phil's rested up. Tiffany smiled. Georgia, we're not going to waste the opportunity to pair two solid gingers. Don't you worry. Like you said, he's worth another shot. Okay, good. Georgia released an involuntary sigh. Tiffany tilted her head, turning up the corners of her lips in amusement. Why do you care so much? Have you taken a liking to old Phil? You know, that's a good question. I guess I do care about him, maybe because we're related. I just feel sort of responsible for him. Georgia didn't bother to wait for Tiffany to respond. She quickly passed through the door into the pulsating violet light of the courtship lounge. Samuel was waiting for her on the couch. For the first time in a long time, Samuel's sperm failed to fertilize a female donor's egg. The RTs met between shifts to discuss it. Sophie looked over Georgia's data. She's getting old, Maybe we should retire her. Tiffany was feeling a bit defensive at the suggestion and countered, Did you ever think it could be Samuel? I hear he's been hitting the palm heel a lot lately. I saw him at the Oasis last night. He was pretty hammered, Daniel concurred. But Georgia is getting older, so... I'm not ready to retire an exotic that fast, argued Julian. We need to determine the source of the problem. Is it Georgia or Samuel? Let's give her another go with Phil. If it takes, we have a double recessive redhead to add to the gene pool. If it doesn't take, well, then we can reconvene. What do you say? I agree with Julian, Tiffany chimed in. I like Georgia. I don't want to retire her yet. Julian looked around the conference table. So, we have a consensus? We try a rematch with Phil? The other three RTs nodded in agreement. Georgia was so relieved to see Cousin Phil the following month, and she noticed that he had a bit more vigor than the first time they were together in the courtship lounge. Hey, how are you doing? She grabbed his hand and placed it in her lap. You look better. I'm feeling stronger, thank you for asking. I think the rest did me some good. How are you, Georgia? Georgia smiled. She wasn't used to donors remembering her name, let alone asking about her well-being. I'm good. So, what did you do with yourself during your little time out? Not much, really. I, I did some thinking. Worked out a little. He sucked in his gut. Can you tell? She couldn't tell. I can tell. Yeah, well, I'm feeling a lot stronger. How about your memory? Anything there? Sadly, no. He shrugged, grinning sympathetically at her obvious disappointment. I'm still a blank slate. Oh, that's too bad. Well, give it some time. I am. Georgia unzipped her jumpsuit. You ready? Phil swallowed hard, staring at her. Do you think we could talk a little bit more first? She zipped her jumpsuit back up. Sure, no problem. What should we talk about? Phil looked down at the table and grabbed the bottle of palm ale. Mind if I do? be my guest. He took a long swallow from the bottle. Ah, nothing like a strong dose of liquid courage. Georgia observed him carefully, not saying a word, waiting for him to start the conversation he was obviously anxious to have. So, Georgia, I think maybe something isn't right. What do you mean? He fanned his hand across his ample body. This, this is not the ideal physique for a donor, don't you agree? She blushed, not wanting to embarrass him with a truthful answer. Phil chuckled (laughs) good-naturedly. It's okay. I don't mean to make you uncomfortable, and I know you don't have anything to do with this, this match— I just can't stop wondering about who I really am. Am I Phil? Or is that just some random name they gave me in realignment? Do I have a wife? A family? He placed his palms against his temple. I just wish I could remember something. Anything. Georgia patted his hand encouragingly. You need to be patient. It may still come to you. I keep thinking about the fence. I had a dream last night. I was holding a little girl over my head, and she was screaming. I woke up in a cold sweat. Well, maybe that wasn't a dream. Maybe it was a memory. God, I hope not. It was horrifying. He stared at her. Why was I in realignment? Why did they move me here? She shook her head sympathetically. I don't know. I don't think the RTs know either. Georgia waited and watched Phil's face. I think maybe you used to be a reproduction tech. Really? Why would you think that? You seem to know your way around a reproduction center. I do? He paused looking around the lounge. I, I do, maybe. Georgia reached for his other hand, holding both firmly in hers. Think hard, Phil. What's behind that door over there? Her head motioned toward the door to the fetal development lab. Phil stared hard at the door. I don't know. Concentrate. Glass? Lots of glass? His eyes grew wide. Does that make any sense? Georgia felt her heart beating faster. That's right. There's a lot of glass back there. What's in the glass? He pulled his hands out of her grasp and put them back on his temples. Oh, I don't know. Yes, you do. Think. Come on, Phil. Let yourself remember. His eyes widened again. Swimmers? What's a swimmer, Phil? They're strange. I don't know. Like... I don't know. He started to tremble. Are they... Fetuses. They're fetuses, Phil. She stared hard at him. Is that what you RTs call them? Swimmers? Oh, my God. Phil rocked back and forth, pressing his hands harder against his temples. Georgia put her arm around his shoulder, pulling him toward her. Hey, it's all right. It was your job. You had to do it. He turned his face away from her, tears rolling down his face. I killed them. I killed a lot of them. Look at me. She turned his face toward hers. We can fix this. I just need you to help me. Will you help me? He nodded. We need to pair. I need you to do your best. To keep things rolling. The RTs can't suspect anything. Do you understand? Yes, he answered meekly. We have to keep Everything normal for now until we can come up with a good plan. Georgia unzipped her jumpsuit. Then we can make everything right again, Phil. When they were finished, Georgia followed him out the door to the reception area. Tiffany was busily inputting data but looked up and smiled when she saw Georgia. Hey, girl. Hey, Tiff. Do you think it would be okay if I show Phil around the hatchery? I was telling him all about it. Is is that okay? Um, let me check. Tiffany keyed in the code and stuck her head through the door, scanning the lab for the other RTs. She was pretty sure the rest of the staff had checked out from their ship. As the RT assigned to the reception area, Tiffany oversaw shutting everything down for the night and setting the security system, which included a complex array of surveillance cameras. Not seeing anyone, she called out, Hey, I'm about to lock up. Anyone still in there? She waited for a response and getting none, smiled at Phil. Rules are made to be broken, right? She looked at Georgia, who was nodding enthusiastically. Tiffany liked the feeling of being in cahoots with this new friend. She was flattered by Georgia's friendship because exotics tended to stick to themselves in a kind of exclusive sorority. She envied them for their strange but tight-knit sisterhood. Seriously, Tiff, you are the best, Georgia confirmed, giving her a little hug. Trying to act casual while inwardly rejoicing at the sign of acceptance, Tiffany held the door open. Do you mind showing him around yourself, she asked Georgia. I want to get this data entry finished before my shift is up. No problem, Georgia tried to sound casual. I'll make sure he doesn't break anything. She turned to Phil. You promise not to break anything, right, Phil? Promise, he muttered. He looked at Georgia with a thinly veiled alarm in his eyes. What about the cameras, he whispered. Our cameras, right? Oh, sure, Tiffany interjected. But I'm the one who turns them on. You guys will be fine. Have fun. I'll shut everything down after you leave. Georgia couldn't believe her good fortune. Free reign of the hatchery with a former RT. As she stepped through the door into the bizarre world of fetal development, she watched Phil's face as he looked around the room. Recognize anything? She whispered. Bill walked along the rows of cylinders from tiny test tubes to the three-gallon glass cylinders that housed the third-trimester fetuses. His eyes popped as he watched the third-trimester fetuses frantically swimming and performing somersaults in their fluid containers. He looked up at the blinking monitors overhead and brushed his hand along the counters. He paused to read the labels to himself, combinations of numbers and letters. Then he stopped abruptly and looked down toward Georgia, who was sticking close behind him. This one. He pointed to a fetus floating quietly in the second trimester section. This one's egg donor is an exotic. He looked at her for signs of recognition. Is that right? Georgia read the label. It was Iris's alphanumeric code paired with an unknown male donor. Yes, that's my friend, Iris. I don't recognize the donor's code, though. Well, that's because he doesn't usually pair. This one is a leader. His voice trailed off. What do you mean? Well, every now and then we take an unfertilized egg and inject it with a leader's DNA. Uh, uh, uh. He seemed frozen for a moment, put his hands to his temple and inhaled sharply. I can't! Phil fell to the floor, writhing in pain, his body rocking side to side. Georgia leaned over him. Phil! Phil, can you hear me? Are you okay? Phil was moaning and twisting his body like a man trying to wake from a nightmare. She felt helpless and horribly guilty. Phil! Phil, can you hear me? It's Georgia! Minutes passed, and Georgia worried that Tiffany would hear the commotion and come running. She leaned over Phil, rubbing his back and whispering, It's okay, Phil. It's okay. Finally, Phil opened his eyes, and staring at her with alarm, gasped, Who's Phil? Who the hell are you? She started to panic. It's me, Georgia, remember? You're okay. You're okay, Phil. Wishing it was true. His eyes filled with piercing anger. Why are you calling me Phil? That's not my name. Georgia took a deep breath, trying to decide what to say. I'm sorry. What was your name again? It's Arthur. Who are you? He looked around the hatchery in a panic. This isn't my lab. No. She struggled with panic and excitement to maintain a calm presence. No, you are in a different sector. They transferred you, Arthur. He stood up abruptly and brushed himself off, examined his surroundings with a critical eye. This is a subpar facility. His look of disdain changed his features. The sweet-natured, self-deprecating Phil had disappeared, swallowed up by this arrogant stranger. Well, she smiled, embarrassed. We do our best here at Sector B. Sector B? He sneered. That stinkhole? No wonder. He caught himself and suddenly understood that he was with her in the stinkhole. So... I'm in Sector B. Those bastards transferred me to Sector B. He turned eerily quiet, and Georgia watched in amazement as Arthur's eyes rolled back in his head. She caught him as his body stiffened and eased him down to the floor. If she hadn't been there, he would have crashed to the floor like a fallen tree. Georgia stood over him protectively, watching the restored image of her cousin Phil snoring peacefully on the floor of the hatchery. "'What did they do to you, Phil?' she whispered. She decided not to try to wake him just yet, realizing that she could take advantage of being in the hatchery without anyone watching her. Georgia made her way down the rows of cylinders. Her eyes quickly scanned each label until she found the one she was searching for— 76B-87. Yes, it was still there. The little alien floating in the cylinder was no larger than her thumb, but he, it, was easily visible. Tiny nubs were starting to sprout from a spinal cord. Transparent organs were pulsating rhythmically. Her baby was developing. She put her hand against the glass and leaned in. It's me, baby. It's mommy. Stay strong. I'll be coming for you soon, I promise. Worried that Tiffany would come looking for them, she quickly made her way back to Arthur, who was just starting to rouse from his stupor. But he wasn't Arthur, he was Phil again. What happened? Phil put his hand out for Georgia to help him up. You passed out. Really? How strange. I guess I better cut back on the palm hill. (laughs) He wobbled to his feet straightening his jumpsuit over his belly. Jeez, I'm sorry, Georgia. I didn't break anything when I fell, did I? Not after you promised the RT. Oh, no, it's fine. I caught you. Come on, let's get you out of here. It looks like you could use some rest. Georgia pushed open the hatchery door to the reception area where Tiffany was waiting. Did you enjoy your tour, Phil? Ah, oh, y- yes. Yes, I did. He looked at Georgia who nodded in approval. It was great. Thank you very much. Well, okay then, you two. I've got to lock the place up, so... Georgia pulled Phil toward the door and motioned for him to pull on his boots and jacket. Sorry if we kept you, Tiff. It's just so fascinating in there. Mesmerizing, really. we completely lost track of time, didn't we, Phil? Uh Uh-huh, we sure did. No worries, Tiffany chirped, trying to hide her annoyance. Okay, see you. Georgia and Phil barely stepped over the threshold when Tiffany slammed the door shut behind them. Georgia could hear the clicks and beeps of the efficient RT locking the facility down for the night.